If you look around, there are so many ways to make a difference. At Capella University, our FlexPath format gives you a different way to earn your degree. Take courses at your speed. Move on whenever you're ready. Education should fit your life. Learn more at capella.edu. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next three hours, I am your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction. Ooh, and fiction is reality. Hey, do you like my uh, Halloween sound effects? And we come to you Monday through Friday from 11 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right around this beautiful, great big pumpkin world of ours. If you'd like to send an email, studio at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV. And you check out our website to find out what's going on, what we've been doing, what we're doing, and what we intend on doing. at www.xzoneradiotv.com. And don't forget to check out www.xzbn.net for all the great programming we have available for you there, including... All right, just listen to this. The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka. A Different Perspective with Kevin Randall. Uh, Let me see. Know the name, know the person. Sharon Lynn Wyatt. And that's just some of them. Then there's Dr. Kimberly, there's Joe Wegent, there's Corey Kay, 
and much more. Visit www.xzbn.net. Well, ExoNation, this is October. And of course, the veil between this side and the other side is at its thinnest. We have a great treat for you tonight. Here in the Exxon, we have the UK's leading female paranormal investigator and the owner of Northeast of England Paranormal Investigations Team, Shadows of the Night, with us right here, right now. And her name is Claire Sloan. We've had the pleasure of having Claire on the show before. You guys just loved her. So what we decided to do was to bring back Claire. No, she wasn't dead, but she's on the other side of the Great River. And bring her back and and discuss Halloween. Because I would imagine that in haunted, merry old England, Halloween is a very big event. So joining me now from the United Kingdom is Claire Sloan. And Claire, welcome back to the Exxon. How are you? (laughs) Oh, thank you, Rob. Oh, thank you for having me back on. It's great being back again. So tell me, how busy are you since you are beyond a shadow of a doubt the United Kingdom's leading female paranormal investigator at this time of a spooky, spooky year? Oh God, it's absolutely mayhem. It's um, it's Halloween time for everybody. I think it's for all the other paranormal teams as well out there. It's just a crazy time of year for us, isn't it? Got some amazing events coming up, and oh God, it's just I'm dead excited to get get ready and do rock and roll. So, so tell me, what do you do for Halloween over here? You know, we kind of um, uh, we 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 help the dentist by giving kids uh, mega candies, mega sugar, making sure they get to the dentist on time, uh, scraping them off the ceilings, uh, you know, when they get back from Halloween, uh, trick-or-treating because they've been eating all this sugar before they go to bed. Is it any difference in the UK? Yeah, do you know what? It's exactly the same across here because even though I'm always out every Halloween um, uh-huh. uh, and doing my thing um, with the paranormal investigations, but I always, always leave tons and tons of sweets for the kids that come knocking at the door. So I'm exactly the same over here. Oh, my gosh. You and I have to take a bit of a break here. But when we come back, let's talk about Halloween and the significance of Halloween to that great service that you supply the people in the United Kingdom as a paranormal investigator. Exo Nation, my yeah. guest this hour is Claire Sloan. Here's the website, www.shadowsofthenight.co.uk. That's www.shadowsofthenight.co.uk. And we'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Now, before I go away, I have one very special question for each and every one of you. How would you like to be part of UFO history. No, I'm not being funny. I'm not making up a joke. I'm dead serious. All you have to do is go to this website and you'll understand everything and it'll tell you how you, the listeners around the world, can be part of UFO history. All you have to do is go to www.cubesatfordisclosure.com That's www.cubesatfordisclosure.com Hey, my guest this hour... The UK's leading female paranormal investigator and the owner of Northeast of England Paranormal Investigation Team, Shadows of the Night, Claire Sloan is with us. We're going to be talking about Halloween this hour and spooky stuff from the United Kingdom. Whatever you do, don't go away. Ooh. 
This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com. Shamanism is recognized as a method to access the quantum level. Mastery of shamanic skills puts spiritual information and healing power into your hands. Path Home Shamanic Art School, a bonded Colorado certified occupational school, has met rigorous state standards ensuring its director and instructors have the qualifications to teach the shamanic arts. Path Home offers a certification program in blocks of study. Block 1, a five-day intensive, will be held in the beautiful mountain town of Coldale, Colorado, October 13th through 18th. Registration deadline is September 12th. Experience journey trance, power animals, helping spirits, sacred space, and life purpose. Come discover your power. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magical world of shamanism. Call 303-775-3431 or visit findyourpathhome.com. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and Claire Sloan is our special guest this hour. Claire is the United Kingdom's leading female paranormal investigator and owner of Northeast of England paranormal investigation team Shadows of the Night. Her website is shadowsofthenight.co.uk. All right, tell me, Claire, when do you and your teams start getting the calls from people uh, about doing haunted investigations around Halloween? Oh God! Oh, it, it it normally all starts at the beginning of Halloween. Well, this year it's actually it's a bit it's been a bit later because uh, other 
Yes, it's like, oh, God, everybody's all, like, prepared for Halloween mm-hmm. and already booking all their tickets for Halloween um, come June time, come May or June. But this year, it's, like, it's a little bit slower this year. Um, so it's, like, it, it's been, like, September, October time when um, everybody's been getting ready for it this year. But um, it's, like, what more exciting thing to do than go out and ghostbusted Halloween time, isn't it? But you're a professional paranormal investigator. Do you find that there is actually more activity in the spirit realm at Halloween than at any other time of the year? Or is this just the perception that people have because it's Halloween, this is when the action starts? Yeah, I think that I think it, I think it is. It's just the perception of what people have at Halloween. I must admit that um, that everybody seems um, more excitable around mm-hmm. Halloween time and more. I, I don't know. The the atmosphere seems to be electric. I just love it. You know, I guess yeah. compared to any other paranormal investigation, I think because uh, they all get dressed up, so they're all getting into the spirit of it all. And do you know? I, I I just don't know. There's just something about it. That's um I think it's where people are more relaxed and they're more they're not as scared. I, well, I've noticed like around Halloween time because they're all dressed up and they're mm-hmm. all laughing at each other. And I I just think um people are just a little bit more relaxed coming on an invest an, an investigation compared to any other one because sometimes you get them that they are really really petrified. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have a laugh and a giggle with everybody, you know, laughing at the costumes sure. and everything, it kind of breaks ice with people. You were telling me during the break that you were actually doing an investigation at a 700-year-old pub? Yes. Do you know what, Rob? I absolutely love the place. It's like um, the Station Inn pub at Whitby at the northeast of England. Um, It's just a little fishing harbour. but there's a pub there called the Station Inn pub, and it's um, it's been, oh, God, it's like 700 years old. The pub at the... The, the pub itself um, is like a hundred years old because the original part got burned down. But underneath in the cellar, um, that was the that was the original part of the pub, which is seven hundred years old, which was called the Rat's Pit back in the day. And it's still got all the smugglers' tunnels and everything. And it's just like it's absolutely amazing. Like I say, it's like but is it four or five years since I've been um, investigating the place and plus uh, it always falls on the golf weekend there which is very popular where everybody from all over the world just comes all the goths and everything so it, it's oh it's it's just a total amazing weekend what kind of ghosts or hauntings do they have there well there is there is a guy um I, I, <laughs> They, they, they do call him a naughty name um, over here, but I'll, um, they normally call him Bill the Beep Beep or William the... <laughs> so it's a bit rude, it's a bit of a swear word, so I'm, I'm not going to swear on your show. Um, but he's... Um, there is a room downstairs in the cellar. Um, it's there's, there's a room there called the murderer's room where the says Bill, who was um, one of the original landlords of the pub, had took a little shine to one of the maids there, mm. and um, he had yeah he had kidnapped her and took her downstairs and locked her away in this room, which still today they call it the murderer's room. And he he basically you know beat her up and everything. He he had a bit of an infatuation with her and everything else. Um, there's so many different stories that's connected to um 
to what went on there and why, why he took a shine to Rami. Some people say she knew too much about the dealings that went on down there and everything. And, you know, the, every, or some people say he took a little bit of a shine to Rami, but he basically beat her up and, um, and repeatedly stabbed her and left her to bleed there to death in the murderer's room, which still stands to this day it's um that's like on my, my shadows of the night group page the pictures of the murderer's room right and it, it's it yeah it, and it's plus it's 700 years old and at the far other far, far, far end of the cellar mm-hmm. you've got the smugglers tunnels so you can imagine what it's like oh, yeah. down there I, I yeah, to, I... we've, we've, we've caught some pretty interesting stuff the, our first investigation there four year ago mm-hmm. we um Captured a picture of a guy. It's um, that, that, I think that's on my website or on my my Facebook and my Twitter of um, a gentleman that we actually caught on camera there. And um, some people see he looks like the old station master. Some people, uh, some people see he looks like a Roman soldier. We've we've had AVP mm-hmm. caught as clear as day. Um, telling we to pray to God and screaming wow. for we to get out and um, even on video footage of court growling and everything it's it's it is a very very interesting place to investigate tell me what is the beer like over there <laughs> very nice oh that's good at the station and I, I love a pint of ale <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old-fashioned girl like that I like meal uh, I've I, I've got to tell you my favorite is Guinness over here Give me a pint Guinness, of Guinness yes, and yes, I'm I happy. Do, I do like a pint of Guinness and that. I do like me brown ale and um, <laughs> I, do, I do like. <laughs> you know, let, yeah, let... I, I like me ale. Yeah, uh, so do I, dear. So do I. We'll get along great one day when I come over to Britain and uh, yes, we will. I'm going we'll to come over, over just for a pint of ale. Sure. Um, castles in England. Everyone in North America thinks that every castle in England is haunted. Is that true? Yeah, definitely. Ooh. I totally agree. Yeah, the castles are over here are just absolutely oh, just outstanding. The 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 uh, my favorite castle um is actually uh, I was just talking about it the other night is Bamra Castle up the Northumberland coast, um up the northeast end, and it's one of my favorite castles. Actually, when we were interviewing the guy, oh God, on this radio show a couple of years back, it w- was that was actually nothing to do with the paranormal. I just tagged along with my friend to help help him out to do an interview with the, this radio show he was doing, and we were the only we were there at nine o'clock in the morning, and it's on a lovely coastline. There's not uh, you know, there's nobody in sight. It's just a castle, just standing mm-hmm. there on its own on the coastline, and it's uh, it's absolutely stunning. And we were interviewing the guy there that runs Bamborough Castle, and um, and we were sitting like in the grand hall next to the fireplace, and it was actually January time, so it was quite cold outside, and um, we're sitting in front of the fire. We were the only ones in that place um, interviewing him. There was nobody else in that part of the castle, and. We could hear heavy doors slamming everything because I kept on saying, oh, is that somebody coming in? And he goes, nope, all the doors are locked and we're the only ones here. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Because mm. normally when we're doing interviews, it was about the paranormal, but this show wasn't. And I thought, oh, what a shame. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Why do yeah, these... but the castles across here are, well, are amazing. Why do the ghosts hang around? Why don't they just go to the other side? Uh, do they actually enjoy being in the netherworld? Do you know what I think they do? I think they've got that fond attachment um, mm. if, if the if the location of, of the castle or wherever the home. I think it's it's not just castles, though, isn't it? It's like other 
buildings that are haunted. I, I don't know. I think they've just got, I don't know, fond attachments to the place, you know, and they've got fond memories sure. and everything like that. And they just it's just hard to let go, isn't it? I, I would imagine. I think I, I've got a favourite location in mine's 35 Stonegate at, um, at York. And um, loads of people, it's a well-known place over here. It's a 700-year-old house and everything. And I've always said, once I go over, I'm going back in that place. I'm going to stay there and I'm going to haunt everybody. How? Why would you haunt everybody? You, you're, you're a nice lady. I like you. I'll, I'll be. I'll not be a nasty one. I'll be a mischievous ah, one. Ah, that I can see. One. I'll just do naughty things. Not really nasty, sinister things, but I'll be uh, naughty. Um, in, in all the years that you've been doing this, and ha- have you ever been hit by a ghost, bit by a ghost, had any physical contact with a ghost? I've, do you know what? I've actually. I'm, I'm, I can honestly say I've never ever been hit by a ghost. Um, not like not like aggressively. I've 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 been touched, mm-hmm. and everything else, but I, I've never been physically hit. I know when I've did the Victoria tunnels, um, that was another location in Newcastle. Um, when we did an an investigation there, there was a, a young lady and a gentleman, and believe it or not, he was a boxer that wow. got a full on slap in the face, and um, the other girl who was in the group investigating the tunnels with her, she got scratch marks on her neck and everything, but me personally, I don't know whether they're scared of us or, or something like that, but uh, me personally, I've, I've never been like physically like hit, like harmed in that really? way. I've been touched, I've had like, I've had my head touched. And, no, I, I don't, I don't you know, mean... My shoulders I, and my bottom. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I don't mean by the guys you go out on investigations with, I'm talking about ghosts. I don't... <laughs> Do you know what? That's what, because at the time when it happened, I put my torch on straight away, and there was no one in that reach that could have reached that far. They must say, they, they, if they did, they've got very, very long arms, so that was an impossibility. <laughs> that one, so I ruled that one out. <laughs> and what did you say? All right, I'm here. Let's do it again. Come on, prove me, prove to me that you're really a ghost. Come on, come on, and yeah, touch they? my bottom just one more there time, you go, please. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, what is the what is the hardest part for you being a ghost investigator, a ghost buster, or a paranormal researcher? It's oh god, sometimes it can get hard, can't it? Um, I, do, uh, do you know what? Absolutely, I, I love what I do, though. Mm-hmm. I, I thrive on it, and I, I never really ever get scared or anything. I just think the hardest part is um, trying to fall asleep when I come back from an investigation. <laughs> I, I would imagine that you're just pumped, filled with uh, adrenaline. Yeah, adrenaline. Yes, uh, I always say, I always, I think out of all of it, I think that's the hardest part, trying to get to sleep when you get back, when you've got so much activity yeah. going on on the night time and um, you've had a long drive back from wherever you did your investigation and um, and you're just trying to chill and wind down and you can't, in the following day, you're still wide awake. I think that's hard. <laughs> Well, I think that's the only hardest part. I have a solution for that. Yeah. Drink more. Yeah. Do you know what? I should start. I have like, a couple of pints when I go. To... <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? You're you're dealing with spirits. You may as well be in good spirits, right? 
well exactly yeah. i think i'm going to try that one when i get home because sometimes it we re- normally i'm awake for like at least nearly a day and a half like for yeah. two days when i do an um investigation and so, w- halloween weekends i don't get no sleep till the um the monday night oh my gosh <laughs> and this is from the thursday so it's like oh god i think that's the hardest part trying to wind down um and running after people especially when you're in a castle and you've got a lot of stairs and you've got a screamer upstairs and one at the other far end and everything I think that's the hardest part, running up and down the stairs. <laughs> you and I have to take a break. We'll be right back. Exo Nation, the United Kingdom's leading female paranormal investigator and the owner of Northeast of England Paranormal Investigations Team, Shadows of the Night, is my special guest for this hour. Claire Sloan is her name, and Claire and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to check out all the great programming we have available for you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit www.xzbn.net. I am Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back. Don't you dare go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics 
from astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. You're a pumpkin. I'm a pumpkin, a big orange pumpkin. A big orange pumpkin. And when you, were there a lot of children out there? Not so much. No? Did you get a lot of candy? Yeah, I got a lot of candy. Mommy's eating all the chocolate bars. Well, tell Mommy that's your candy, honey. Okay. Tell her. I'm eating all my chocolate bars, Mommy. Get it sick. Ah, if kids would only stay that small. Yeah. <laughs> they were the good years. <laughs> Claire Sloan is my special guest, ExoNation, www.shadowsofthenight.co.uk. Claire, what are the origins of Halloween? Oh, uh, what do you think, Rob? It's, you know, don't you think it's based on all the witches? You see, I'm quite of a witchy person. I've got my broomsticks and everything. Believe it or not, you come to my house, I've got broomsticks at my front door and everything. Really? <laughs> yes, I've actually. I, I, I um, actually bought them from um, my favourite haunted house in York, 35 wow. Stonegate. And I've got two big, huge, huge broomsticks. My home's quite quirky. <laughs> well, I, I would imagine I would imagine that a, a very in-tuned witch like you or paranormal investigator would use an electric uh, battery-operated vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah, I've got one of them as well. All right. <laughs> so, so you keep a clean house. Yes. So, so what, is, what yes. is the origin? And, you know... Did witches really fly or did they really? No, I just no? think that's just, you know, that's just the movies and that, isn't it? My, well, my, my broomsticks don't bloody work anyway. So. No way. <laughs> that's what happens when you buy broomsticks from a haunted house. They don't work. Yeah, no, no, they don't work. No, oh it doesn't matter gosh. how much I try and fly about on them, they still don't work. So, you know, like, you, you've got a very light attitude. You're a great person to talk to. I love talking to you. Um, but has there ever been a time during an investigation, Claire, that the hair on the back of your neck just kind of stood up and you got that cold, tingly feeling all over you? Yes. Because I'm a very spiritual, open mm-hmm. person anyway, so I pick up on a lot of spirits. And um, so I, I, I'm one of these, I don't stick a label on it or anything. I, I think I've said that before. I don't yeah. stick a label on it because um, I don't stand up and give readings. But I, I do have, well, well God. 
God, a lot of the times um, I do get that moment where I get the goosebumps and the hairs do stand up on the back of my neck and you think it's just like somebody's just walked over your grave and you, you just stand there and think, oh, God, something's coming in, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Why do ghosts, I can understand ghosts hanging around pubs and restaurants because there's a lot of, a lot of fun there. People are are drinking. Their their guard is down, and they're more apt to have a connection with the spirit or the ghost in these places. But why would a ghost hang around the, uh, the a graveyard? I've never understood this. Can you can you enlighten me? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Do you know what? After um, God, I've did quite a few seances um, in a graveyard. I've just did one, God, about a month ago at Gilesgate Barracks. Um, this location at Durham and um, behind um, the wall of barracks, you've got an ancient burial ground where you've got all the deceased that have um, that died at the barracks because it used to be, uh, back in the olden days, it was a smallpox hospital and everything oh else. And, um, and that's like the only graveyard... I've ever really did like a seance because I, I wouldn't go to like a, a graveyard where how can I put it, where there's fresh graves open because I just think that it's like a bit disrespectful, you know. But this is a real old graveyard, and each and every time we go, um, it's we've had some weird, oh god, really weird sinister activity. Where a few people have getting freaked out, and and for them, you know, why they still hang about there. I don't know, I just think they like to just hang about and just now and again, they just like to see what, they just come back now and again and just see what's going on, don't they? Yeah, uh, that 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 is so true. That is so true. Yeah. Uh, but have you ever, has anybody ever done a seance at Stonehenge? Do you know what? I think a lot, a lot of people have. I, I, I don't think I actually live that far away from because you know now I'm down at the the bottom end of um, the UK. I'm at the south now, and I'm more or less right next to Stonehenge. And you know what? Funny you should mention that because you've just reminded us. Because I really want to go there. I've never ever been. Really. And um, now it's, like, it's more or less right on my do- my doorstep mm-hmm. now. So if if I go, I'll certainly be doing a seance there. <laughs> Um, does the weather have an effect on a seance when you're, when you're doing your seance? Is it better for the conductivity of the spirit world if it is a clear night or if it's a thunder and lightning night? Do you know what? I always say it doesn't make a difference what time you do an investigation or a seance mm-hmm. or do anything or with paranormal equipment. It doesn't make a difference what day it is. I, th- I think um, when the when it's darkness, you know, it does open your senses more, doesn't it? And um, it, it does give it that extra bit of effect. But um, I've actually did things during the daytime when I've um, been working with a parapsychologist mm-hmm. at the, actually at the Newcastle Keep with um, the Northumberland University. And that, that's been like 10 o'clock to like 12 o'clock noontime. And we've actually got some brilliant activity going on whether we're doing a seance or not um so I, I really really don't think what time of day you do anything like that really makes a difference i just think on a night time when it's you know it's darkness and everybody's senses are more open and i think it just gives it that extra bit of effect doesn't it and you know and it's say uh, people are getting a bit freaked out because it's in the dark and all that so it gives it that extra bit of effect doesn't it why is it that some people can hear and see ghosts and yet people standing right beside them can't. 
Oh, yeah. do you know what? I know that. I think um, it's because some people are more open to it than others. Um, I always say to people that come on me investigations because you get the ones that really, really, mm-hmm. really want things to happen. And I, I, when I was a first time investigator, I like starting out doing um, like just you know going to these um, public events and all that. I was exactly the same. You know, you really, really want something to happen, and you do get kind of disappointed. But then I learned, you know, I think when you do mm-hmm. expect things to happen like that, you just put that brick wall up you just block things out straight away and i think sometimes that, that's what can happen then um, when the person's nice and relaxed and you know and just going with the flow like i tell people just relax go with the flow and just let spirit slowly come to you and um and i think when the person here i think they're more relaxed than the other one or the or you know you've got the other one where they're more open spiritually open to it yeah, because that is a sod's law, that isn't it? If something will happen, and either two people will hear it as clear as day, then the mm-hmm. one on the left, I didn't hear a thing. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I, I've I've seen that happen. Um, how does one's religious or one's philo- religious philosophical beliefs play into their susceptibility to being part of a paranormal experience? Yeah, I think so. You know, everybody's got all their different beliefs in mm-hmm. their religions and stuff like that. And um, I don't get why some people do come on and they'll be like, "Oh well, I don't believe in any of this. It's um, it's not. It's against my religion." And sometimes I feel like saying, "Well, why have you come though?" Um, and you know, this is now our beliefs to do this and that. And but 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 they still come. I think deep down, you know, their beliefs and all that. I think some of them are really intrigued by it and they just want to know. Is the life on the other side? Yeah, they want to know if if they're going to have a second chance at uh, at whatever it is yes. around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, how how do you think that beliefs affect it? Well, I don't. I don't know. You know, I I think uh, I've got a very very simple philosophy of life. You see, I believe we're here for a good time, not for a long time. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, 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 that's that's mine. I think um, you know people think well. Do you know, for those that don't believe, and I'm like, really, you think we're born, we breathe, we live, and we die, and that's it? It's a pretty exotic, sad existence, isn't it? It certainly is, you know, because I, I can't believe that we've been put on this earth uh, just to accomplish so much in so little time. There's got to be more to it. You know, I, 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 look, at, I look at life as you walk into a big library, and you see all these books, and each one of those books is a part of the existence that that I believe yeah. we're each going to have. Yeah, that that's a good way of putting yeah. it. That it's like it's like life after death when people have like mm-hmm. little experience like past aggression when people um get I got past regressed um God was it about two or three years ago and that was really interesting because you know do, do you believe in reincarnation you know some people do some people don't it's just like the paranormal it's just like do our loved ones come and visit when dreams yeah does you know is, is, do our dreams tell us stuff it's just all so different kind of things out there though isn't it there certainly is. How do you deal with skepticism? Because not everyone's a believer. I'm sure that you've come across yeah. those diehard people who think that anybody who does anything with the paranormal is a little, uh, you know, let me put it this way, uh, the ham- the wheel's going around, but the hamster's been dead for some time. 
Yeah, do you know what? I, I love a good skeptic, like um, the ones that are God. It's it's like a good challenge, yeah. and it's got. I also have me me skeptical side because you know when you do these investigations, not everything that happens is going to be down to paranormal. Um, so I I, I think that's why you know I, I I've got a lot of people, fo- a lot of followers, and a lot of um, you know, like me me ones that keep on coming back because they know I'm like a genuine, mm-hmm. and I've also got that little. Well, I've got that sceptical side, um, but when I, I do get one that I really, really dig my heels in, and I love it because uh, God it was actually one Halloween I had uh, this guy who was the biggest sceptic on the planet, and it was at the Guild Hall at York, um, at the northeast of England. And by the end of the night, he was he, he turned into a full-on believer. In the following day, he was on the phone for about two to three hours, ranting, raving about how he couldn't believe what he experienced and what happened, and he was the one there like no no this is a load of rubbish this, I don't believe in any of this and he was the biggest sceptical one there but when um, but like I say I, I just let them get on with it because everybody's entitled sure. to their own opinion if they, if they believe in it or not in it it's um, but when they walk away at the end of the night and the believers I think that's my job done so in your opinion who who are the biggest believers ladies or gentlemen Oh, now that's a bit... Do you know, I've always said that the ladies are more spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, the men are more into the gadgets. I don't know if you've noticed that, but uh, that that's one of the things um, that I have noticed. But um, I think spiritual-wise, I think it's like the ladies' gadgets. It's it's for the guys. I think... I think um, God, that is a tough one. Because um, I, I get a, a lot of meals on my events, um, and them are believers, mm-hmm. and then I get the ones, yeah, I think it's like 50-50, if oh. I'm honest. But I, I don't know. I think the ladies are more believers. Now, what about children? Are, are most children believers? Well, I, they say that, you know, children are more open to spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts from an early age. Um, I've never really, I, I don't really deal with children like younger ones on me events, but you always hear the stories like, you know, oh, when I was younger, yeah. um, I used to think it was all in my imagination, you know, I used to see such and such in my room or, you know, my granny or, you mm. know, my granddad or my auntie or my uncle and, I, and they've had just, they had been dead for years and you hear that kind of stories, but like me for talking to children, I really don't talk to that many children um, like about you know that the, I don't get any like young young ones on me events. It's all older ones. Um, my, my youngest daughter actually. That was another location in York one day. It was all right, we're going to have to do a little bit of a. Up. We're going to have to do a bit of a cliffhanger here, Claire, because I've got to take our final break. Exo Nation, our oh, our guest our guest this hour is the one and only Claire Sloan, the United Kingdom's number one female paranormal investigator. Her website is www.shadowsofthenight.co. UK. And we'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. As host of Dialogue with Divinity, I am thrilled to join the Exxon Broadcast Network and their growing number of affiliates. My quest for a connection to the divine 
ignited my successful career path as an international spiritual counselor for over 40 years and author of four books and well-known metaphysical educator. My clients call me their spiritual mama. So my job is to offer you a radio show to help you grow spiritually with wisdom and get specific tools from guests who are experts in their field. Tune into Dialogue with Divinity and be part of the conversation with spirit. My goal, your happy soul. For more information, please visit my website at johannacarroll.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com.
What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genex provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Welcome back, everyone. Claire Sloan is my special guest, www.shadowsofthenight.co.uk. Tell me something. You've gone on many investigations over the years, uh, working towards the title that you now have and covet so well, uh, the, uh, you know, yeah. your, le- your UK's leading female paranormal investigator. Uh, just a sidebar, do you get a crown to wear since you're the number one? Do I get <laughs> no? No. Okay. I wish I should have one, shouldn't I? I think you should. I think you should. We should call you Queen I... of the Paranormal. Yeah. Do you know what I think on a weekend when I'm not investigating, mm-hmm. I, when I'm sitting having a um, me pint of ale, should I say, I should make myself a crown, shouldn't I? So when I'm watching TV, it's either that or we should go to Buckingham Palace and see if we can borrow one. Yeah. Do you think she would lend us one of our crowns? Mm, I don't know. She's a nice lady. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's a she's a bit stingy with her crown, so I very much doubt that she's going to part with them all. Oh well, okay, so we may as well scratch that off the tour. Um, <laughs> when you, when you're out going into all these haunted places, is there a chance that you may bring a spirit home with you, or something that attaches to you as you're leaving the haunted location? Do, do you know what I do a lot of protection? What with this being spiritually open, because um, I used to sit the developing circles in stuff like that um so i I, i'm i'm well protected um you know with with my protection prayers and everything else Mm -hmm. i do it with like um the guests that come to me events everybody's fully protected um so you know do you know what i've never ever had 
compared to anything that's that that's followed is back home. Well, that's not good. one. I, th- I think I think they're actually scared. <laughs> yeah, they don't know that the brooms don't work though. Yeah, I think I think the broomsticks must scare them off. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think the most followers, the most get in the car with us when I'm packing up, because you know, you know, there has been a few times when I have been in the car by myself, and you earlier was in the morning, you're driving along country road, and you think, oh, is that somebody in the back of the car? And I think yeah. by the time I get home and walk up the garden path. They must have clocked onto me broomsticks and thought, oh, she's a witch. I'm not going back home with her. Um, what does your family think about the the title that you had, have had, you know, put on you by the members of the paranormal community in the United Kingdom that you are the UK's number one female paranormal investigator? Yeah, do you know what? My family all think I'm nuts. Um, me, me, me kids, um, you know, if you ask the kids, oh, what do you think of your mum? They'll just roll their eyes because it's just like a teenager thing. And, um, you know, when their friends come around, they'll say, don't ask what she does. She does your head in when she keeps on talking about it. And look, oh, what does your mum do? And they'll say, oh, and, you know, oh, she she chased ghosts for a living. They're like, really, really? Um, so they, they just, you know, I think it's our friends, like, with my kids it's my friends that think it's more exciting than anything else me, me family apart from that I just think it's absolutely nuts um I've, I've my brothers have come on me events a couple of times and secretly I think they enjoyed it <laughs> but I think they're scared to admit it yeah um so where do you think the paranormal investigations are are going to lead to what are your hopes your your aspirations why do you do what you do I, I, I just, do you know what? It's just one of them things. Just something goes off, and I just absolutely love it. And you know, it's you know, I, I try what try what hardest um, to gather evidence and prove that there's life after death. And and it, it's not just like um, the paranormal side and that. I, I, I just absolutely love the history of the place i'm also into the history um and you know when you walk into an old building and it's just like going back in time i just god i just absolutely love it i think i'll be doing it even in my summer frame <laughs> maybe not running up and down the stairs but um I'll, I'll i'll still probably be doing it when i when i'm walking about in my summer frame you know um one thing that i don't think very many people realize it's because of paranormal researchers like yourself and those people that you work with, that history is kept alive. Because without the paranormal investigators, a lot of history would be lost. Exactly. It's keeping the history alive, and it's true what you've said. That that's you've hit honestly hit the nail on the head. It's keeping it all alive. Like you see, it would have mm-hmm. been lost if it hadn't been for paranormal investigators like us. Have you ever seen a? A ghost of a of a horse or an animal, or or I, I've heard of people who have seen ghosts of carriages being drawn by horses, and it's I've often wondered, well, how can I can see the horse? I can understand seeing a horse since it's a living yeah. entity at one time, but uh, an object like a carriage, how does that work? Do, do you know what? It's, it's funny you should mention the horse and carriage because um, normally, if it, God, that's weird because the only. What, God, I've I've seen a, a lot of like different animals, you know, like a, 
a dog or you know if something's haunted but nine times out of ten is by a german shepherd dog but the horse encouraged one do you know actually that all when i'm meditating like because i am a spiritual person and when i have the moments to take time out to meditate or even when i'm in a circle a horse and carriage always pops up really yeah would you believe it a horse and carriage i'm sitting next to me little relaxed trees you do you know when you're meditating and all of a sudden mm. a little horse and carriage comes up strange and that that and that's the only time i've seen one as clear as days when i'm like in full blown of me meditation um like on an investigation i've never really seen one like i see i've like you know we've always picked up dog and that but it's um i've never the only time i've had a horse and cart is like during meditation why do you do what you do why do you why did you want to become a paranormal investigator it you know i'm i know everybody says this it's like oh something i've always been interested in since i was a, a young girl but it, it it is it's it's something that i that's always intrigued us ever since a really really young age mm-hmm. even like during my teenage years i was always like bunking off school and saying oh we'll go to the cemetery let's go and do a Ouija but let's do this that and the other and like you know you get older and like you know family life gets in the way and like all of a sudden i'm just boom banging the heart of it and um I, I don't know. I just everybody always says to us, Claire, you you are meant to be on this path that you're on, because mm-hmm. all of a sudden I've went from one direction and boom, and I'm stuck on the paranormal, and you know what? I'm absolutely loving it. Well, that's good. That's good. That is. Yeah. That is really good. <laughs> I get the chance to talk to people like yourself. I've worked with, um, you know, Rob Demaris from sure. Ghost Hunters International. Mm-hmm. I've I've worked with the, quite a few of well-known names and all that. And uh, and it's, it's not just about that. And it's it's just you you get to meet exciting people. Most of my friends that I've got now are all from the paranormal. You uh, you mentioned a Ouija board. Are Ouija boards as really uh, as really demonic or as really evil as people as people say they are? Do you know what I've, I've I've always said this? I always say, you know, like the films and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. the movies have really over exaggerated the, the the Ouija boards. And you know, I know people are. I do have. I've got about three or four Ouija boards, but people don't want to use them on the events. They don't have to. I, I don't force anybody to do something that I don't want to. But I always says to them, if you know, if you use it into to everyone, if you use it in the right and correct way, and you know, I think you're absolutely fine. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, when you you hear that something goes wrong with a Ouija board, it's always like people coming back from the pub and they're drunk and they're having a laugh. And I, I do think things will go wrong if if you take an advantage out of it that way. But but you know, the if you take the Mickey out of it and you don't use it the mm-hmm. right way, I think you know stuff will happen. I would imagine the same could be said for tarot cards or any other yeah. tool that's used in divination that, that that's it um because people are like oh no no the ouija board i'm not doing that but they mm-hmm. want to go and do a bit of table tipping they want to do a bit of a glass movement right. and i'm like well what's the difference you're still calling out and inviting them in it, uh, to me it's no different from an ouija board when you're in a seance um what is it like? What what do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? It's you know, it's like everybody's like sitting there because 
I like the old the old ways of doing it, you know, with the Lincoln hands, like the mm-hmm. old Houdini style. I, I love I love that kind of thing. Even to get dressed up from the Victorian times and give it that extra special effect. Um, but like just a normal one on the like on the events, you know, all Lincoln hands, and we're just right. like inviting them forward, and you know, people can you know the hands are pulsating, and they can see you know the lights spinning around you, know, everybody that's sitting there. And, you know, slowly but surely, but, you know, things will start happening. Now, you know, we can't guarantee that things are going to happen every time. Sure. It's like, when you put the lottery on, am I going to win it this weekend? Am I not going to win it? You know, sometimes they don't really want to come out and play, do they? <laughs> you can't guarantee, as much as you would like things to happen during a seance or investigation or even when you're using your gadgets, you know, it, it doesn't always happen, though, does it? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's funny because people expect whenever they go to a haunted house, whenever they go anywhere, that it's going to happen. Yeah. And I often wonder, well, we've got about 30 seconds, I often wonder if if we're pushing these ghosts, these spirits, too far, and they actually say, you know what, screw you. Yeah. Do you know what I, I do? You know I agree with you. I say exactly the same thing. I'm thinking they're just thinking, bugger that. Yeah. I'm getting sick of these. And I think they're just stubborn in the foot. No, I'm not going to play with them. Then I'm not going to do anything. And I think that's what does happen sometimes. Hey, Claire, you and I have to say so long for now, but I do want to thank you ever so much, my dear friend. Oh, thank you, Rob. Thank you. And I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the X Zone. But until then, happy Halloween, my friend. Right, you too. Bye-bye, sweetie. Bye. Bye-bye, Exo- thank you. Exonation, if you'd like to find out more about our guest of this hour. Thank you, Craig. You scared the bejesus out of me with that one. If you'd like to find out more about Claire, <laughs> www.shadowsofthenight.co.uk. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. We did it. We time-traveled to yesterday. Wait, Progressive covers us 24-7, but we just created an eight-day week, and it's 24-7 coverage, not 24-8. We gotta go back. Are you joking right now? Shh, I'm calling them. Hi, I have a question about time travel. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.